What's up, guys? It's episode 362. Welcome back to the show. I slow up. No, I don't take I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up and make a statement. I don't ever slow up. No, I don't take I got no love for the fakeness. If you want to play tough and want to hate this, I'll always show up. Hey, what's up? It's Jacqueline. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Hi. So, total transparency. I just deleted, like, nobody needs to know this. Like, who cares? Like, just shut up. But, like, I literally went on for a good 30 minutes and I don't even know what I was talking about. I deleted it. And now we're starting over. So, hi, welcome back to the show. Let's try this again. And you know what? I'm on my fourth year of podcasting. I like, I, I love talking about my, I love saying I've done 362 solo episodes. I love saying I've been doing this for, you know, I'm going into my fourth year. I love saying that. I just really mm, makes me feel good about myself. And you know what? If you're not a, I, I'm a formerly uh, low confident, low confidence, low self-esteem person. And so what I've learned by podcasting is, uh, or through podcasting is you have to, literally say out loud your accomplishments and feel good about your that will help you feel good about about yourself oh my god so we're not gonna be insecure about getting tongue tongue tied right now we're not gonna uh <laughs> so yeah like let's get into it of uh, cool I have a great show for you and you know last week I did a lot of as usual ranting complaining bitching and moaning about society and all the things I don't like about this world and today I'm gonna I'm gonna solve your problems okay I'm I solved my problems this week and I'm gonna so so I'm gonna solve yours by me telling you about these three problems I solve for myself I'm hoping that you also struggle with these things and this would be helpful so um I also want to talk about these stupid current events that are happening like <laughs> I don't know. There's like m aliens at the mall in Miami and like that was a hoax, but like, okay, cool. There's this Gypsy Rose Blanchard stuff happening, um, which is gnarly. And I kind of want to read the Wikipedia on her because I feel like if you're like me, you like see stuff online. Like you, you see all these headlines or like these interviews or whatever, and you hear Gypsy Rose Blanchard and that's the end of it, but you don't really know the story. When I that that was me and then I read the wikipedia and I was just like like holy shit it's heavy it's like a lot so I'm gonna talk about that as if you don't know anything which might be helpful for you um and very interesting everyone's talking about salt so for me right now salt burn is like a big question mark like what is it who is she I keep hearing salt burn and the way people talk about it isn't it is confusing me and I'm like, I need to look up the plot and like what this even is and should like if it's worth watching. Um, oh, we're going to talk about mob wife energy. I know my sister's going to like this because I feel like it's right up her alley. <laughs> mob wife energy because like she's kind of I feel like she's in her mob wife era right now. Just like she's wearing a fur coat yesterday and I don't know. Um, shout out, Julia. Uh, mob wife energy is replacing the clean girl aesthetic allegedly and we're going to talk about what that entails I am going to complain about one thing today please hold me to that I'm <laughs> I'm going to complain about the new duck face 
the new duck face, the new Gen Z duck face situation and the scrunch face. And I'm going to do examples of what it looks like. And I have a suggestion about a new face we should all be making when we take selfies. Cool. Um, honestly, the Alaska Air door thing falling off is old news at this point. I mean, y'all know that an iPhone survived and a man in Portland found the door in his, in a tree in his backyard. Um, but that's wild. So that happened. Like, this is a lot. Um, Tiger Woods parts ways with Nike after 27 years. Pete Carroll parts with the Seahawks. And then finally, I have a thought about, as usual, I, I go and I, I like talking about the culture and like influencer trends and just things happening in online in general. And I had a thought that I want to share with you about, um, why I don't think 2024 is the end of the influencer. And I'll get into that. So before I tell you about the problems I solved, please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, please hit that subscribe button and don't, re- don't review. Don't forget to review the show while you're there. Please leave me a five-star review it helps me out. It helps people find out find out about the show. And what else? Yeah. Like this post. I'm on Instagram right now if you're listening. And I'm also on TikTok. I am such... <laughs> I'm a walking, talking contradiction. Like, if you've listened to my podcast for a while, like, you probably hear me say one thing and the next month I do something completely opposite of what I said I was going to do. And then I change my mind again. And then it's like, are you doing a Patreon? Are you not? Are you like putting exclusive content out? Are you not? Are you doing TikTok anymore? Are you not? Are you, what are your thoughts about? Like, I literally was like, I'm over TikTok. I'm over keeping up with the content creators. I'm over trying to like stretch myself thin to put content out. Like, I'm just over. But then I'm like, I'm too smart for my own good. Like I know better, so I should do better, right? So I'm back on TikTok. I'm posting these long form clips of my show there. I'm offering a different experience for once on TikTok than stupid ads on TikTok shop and stupid five second videos. So you can literally watch, I think 30 minutes on, on, excuse me, TikTok now. So that's where these episodes are living. So yeah, follow me on TikTok. Follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Monroe. Subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star review. Let's get into it. So I have three categories that are problems in my life. Okay. Number one, wanting a fat ass. (laughs) Number two, wanting natural sustained energy all day long. And number three, wanting to look snatched with minimal effort. Okay. I solved all three of those problems this week. Okay. And here's how I did it. So let's start off with, we'll talk about my ass last. Cause like, I just get insecure when I talk about my body on here and I don't want to draw attention. Like, oh my God, I have such a fat ass. And like, I'm like, I don't know. It's not like whatever. Like I, 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 I can help you is what I know what to do and I can help you. So I, and I feel like I'm an authority. Honestly, I just have all this. I have delusional confidence about like gym stuff, weightlifting, whatever, because my sister's literally an Olympian. Shout out Julia uh, again. And I feel like, I, I don't know. 
I, I, I feel like I should, yes, I should, I, it's working for me. So I want to teach you what I'm doing to, so it can work for you or whatever. So yeah, shut up, Jacqueline. You're not, don't be insecure. (laughs) So let's talk about wanting sustained energy all day long. So if you know me, hi, we've been together for a while now. It's been great. How are you doing by the way? Like how's your 2024 going so far? Mm. Oh my God. Not to talk about me immediately after I ask you how you how you're doing, but let's just say this: I am on a motherfucking high this week, like I have never been, and something is coming. Okay, something is coming, and it is very exciting, and I'm geeking out, and I can't tell you why, but just know that you will find out very soon. Okay, I'm gonna end there because I feel like I'm I don't want to give away too much. Um, so yeah, I'm having an insanely happy, giddy week and I, I'm geeking out. I just, I just thought about it right now. I'm like, I want to end the podcast and yeah, cool. So yeah. Um, if you've listened to my podcast back to the energy thing, if you've listened to my podcast since September 4th, 2020, okay. If you're an OG, I'm always talking about being over caffeinated and like I'm I have no energy and I have to take a power nap every day at like noon and it's like a thing like I always crash midday and I always know like oh it's because of the coffee I'm over consuming caffeine and I'm spiking my cortisol too early and blah 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 and it's literally like I almost it's like I glorify my caffeine consumption at this point it's like part of my personality and it's like you know I'm one of those so and I'll admit it like I know it's probably like annoying I always talk about it but like that is what it is. So I figured it out. I figured it out and I have been staying awake all day long. I've been super energized. Is this, is this because I'm doing dry? Like literally I'm like, wait a minute. It's probably because I haven't drank in 12 days, 13 days. How I don't know how long I'm in now. Um, I'm not, I'm like literally eating like perfect, like not to be better than you but like I have not just not to not to flex on you fat no I'm kidding um no like I haven't had any processed food since Christmas and yeah and I'm not drinking and now I'm like wait is this why I feel so energized all day long and it's not because of what I'm doing with my new supplement I'm taking because it's not really a supplement I guess it is a supplement anyways this week I figured it out okay not only am I not drinking Alani's energy drinks before the gym at 5.30 in the morning, I stopped doing that and I switched to black coffee. So I'm still having caffeine straight out of bed, basically, after water um, before the gym. So I'm still doing that, but I'm not doing energy drinks. I'm doing black coffee. Okay, that's step one that I, I fixed that. I think that's helping. And because I don't know what all those chemicals are. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's bad. I've been consistently drinking Alani's for a year. That early in the morning, like literally uh, sometimes seven days a week. Um, and I know Huberman just put out something about how it's okay to have, because you know how he teaches about how you should delay your caffeine for 90 minutes after you wake up, get your morning sunlight first, well, whatever. He came out with this video about how, am I, am I getting pit stains? <laughs> Sorry. Um, he came out with this video that was like, look, if you work out in the morning and it's early and you you want to drink coffee before your workout he's like I do that like it's fine 
So I've been doing black coffee instead. Now here's what I changed. And this is what I believe is helping a lot. It's solving. I think this is solved. I, I don't think I'm going to ever have this stupid midday crash anymore. Knock on wood. Um, because honestly, like I'll be raw right now. Like it's been a thing where I'm like, I, is something actually really wrong with me? Is this like an underlying health issue I should be diagnosed for? You know, like that kind of stuff. Because literally for a few years, and I don't know if this is a working from home thing and I'm just more like relaxed here and I get tired because I'm home. I don't know. But yeah, it's been really annoying. And I'm like, I don't know what it's like when, like literally, I cannot say out loud, I know what it's like to just be up all day and not crash. Like, yeah, like I guess if I ran errands all day, sometimes I do that, but like, I don't know. So I finally got smart and I got a nootropic to add to my coffee. And I've learned about this or I've heard about this for years. I literally would listen to the Tim Dar Tim Dillon, Tim Ferriss podcast back in college in like 20 fucking, when was that? 14. And he was plugging this. And I always associated, honestly, athletic greens. He, he plugged that too. I always associated four sigmatic mushroom coffee or mushroom blend stuff with Tim Ferriss and like Ben Greenfield. I don't know. All those like OG mindset health guys. And I've been adding a scoop of this Four Sigmatic mushroom blend to my second coffee. And that's helping delay the caffeine response or whatever. And it's helping with my focus because I think it has rhodiola in it. It does. And it's a simple little small scoop. And it doesn't taste bad. It just honestly, I think it enhances the taste of my coffee at this point. Like it we're not doing these cups anymore in 2024, are we? Aren't there like so many microplastics getting into my body? Is there literally a credit card full of plastic inside of this cup that's fucked me? Like it's always something. <laughs> Is that why I'm so goddamn tired? Cause I got a, I got a credit card full of plastic in my body at all times. Like Jesus. So I've been adding a scoop. I think the taste is great. And it's got um, lion's mane, cordyceps, uh, cacao, organic bacopa monieri, butchering that, and rhodiola. So, oh, it has organic blueberry powder. So yeah, I've known about this for years. I've heard about, it. I've used it before, but I got smart this week. I'm like, look, what can I, cause I still want to drink coffee. Like I, it's a ritual. Like it, it's a big part of my day. I'm like, I still want to drink coffee, but I don't want it to spike my cortisol or whatever and make me all wired and you know so like I remember when I used to hear about this and I used to drink it and I would buy those little packets at the grocery store like sprouts um but now I'm yeah back to it and I feel like this I feel dialed in I'm like it's almost like honestly it's like an alpha brain oh my god I'm like <laughs> again hi if you're new I I'm a I'm a proud um, I'm a fan. I'm a proud fan of bro science. I love this shit. I love the biohacking information out there and all the, the things under that umbrella. Um, I just like feeling good and looking good and having good energy all day. Right? Like I'm not fucking 90. Like <laughs> that's what it was. I'm like, look, I'm tw like at the time it was like 26. I'm like, I'm 26. Why am I so tired? Like this doesn't make any sense. So um, I'm, I'm just trying to be smarter Four sigmatic mushroom blend. Highly recommend. This is, uh, it says 
It's got 1500 milligrams of genius adaptogens. It helps with mental focus and cognitive support. Yeah. So what did I say about the alpha brain? It's like, it does, alpha brain's like a little too much for me. Like this is a nice mellow nootropic. That makes sense. I almost bought Jocko's Go supplement. I was looking into that, but this pairs really well. The mushroom blend pairs well with my coffee. Cool. So problem solved. I have energy. We're, we're up all day. We're, you know, getting shit done. Um, cause I have big goals in 2024. I don't want to be tired. I don't want to be tired. You know, I'm sick and tired of being tired. Who else is with me? Who's with me? Who's with me? Part two, wanting a fat ass. Do you want a fat ass? Is that one of your 2024 goals? I got the I got the solution for you. And it's not it's it's uh I've known about this for for years and I've been sleeping on it. And everyone talks about it. And this week I lifted up my ass overnight because of this movement pattern that I've been not doing. And holy shit. I don't know I think it's body to body. Like everyone's, everyone's got a different ass and not everyone's body responds to like, like certain movement patterns I do with the glutes might grow mine faster than someone else who does a different, you know, whatever. So I don't even know, like it's, it's a miracle. It literally happened overnight and I... Everyone, you know what it's, I feel like everyone knows what it's like to see a subtle change in your body where like visually to someone else, they would never notice it, but like you notice it. Sometimes at night I grab my ass. (laughs) Like, okay. Again, like I'm feeling uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable about drawing attention to my body. Subscribe my OnlyFans. No, I'm kidding. Like, um, (laughs) I put a link to my podcast on my story today and I wanted to post it's to Spotify and I almost wrote um more of me <laughs> and I was like no people are gonna think but then I was like wait that might be a smart way to get people to click to go to my podcast I will always be a podcast host I'm not switching up the what am I saying fuck me okay so you know when you're like laying in bed and you like feel your butt cheek you know what I'm talking about okay so you like know that feeling of like grabbing your own butt um maybe you don't know that feeling try it sometimes it's great um I'm sure you have a really nice ass. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. I'm trying to tell you to do Bulgarian split squats, heavy Bulgarian split squats. Okay. Do them. Every glute girl on Instagram, every girl on t- whatever, all these glute people are like, don't sleep on the Bulgarians. And what do I do? I sleep on the Bulgarians. Okay. What did I do this week? Bulgarians. What did I get, get from that? A fat ass. Okay. Literally my butt lifted. It literally lifted because it targets that lower portion of your glute really well and when you lean forward and do them it's even better like I have no my my glutes are so sore right now and my quads aren't at all because like I think the reason I sleep on them is because I naturally have big quads and hamstrings and I don't like doing heavy squats or like anything that's glute focused so Bulgarians always seem to me like a big quad lift bitch I oh my god like I literally I walked up to the smith machine I think this was on Monday Sunday I don't remember and there's 45 pound plates on it 
and I wanted to do I was like I'm gonna try it I'm just gonna do Bulgarians I'm gonna try this out and I almost took the plates off and I was like I think I can I'm like let me just try this let me just try it I'm strong as shit I know I can do it and it was an immediate like oh my god like I've this is an area of my butt I haven't been working and I could feel it and it felt so good and I feel that's my advice like if you're in an intermediate advanced fuck it a beginner I don't care um lifter in the gym and you kind of always do the same things because I always I have like the same routines I switch it up but not to the point where I'm doing Bulgarians (laughs) um no you know what I mean like you go in you have like your upper body days you have your lower body you kind of do like the same movements I'm slouching and so my advice is like think about something a lifting pattern or whatever that you don't do and like do it like literally and that I feel like will help confuse your muscles and make it make your body work in a new way which will help transform those muscles better I don't know I don't really know the science okay I just know that if you want a fat ass do Bulgarian split squats and do them heavy and you know what I don't like dumbbells okay I'll say it I hate dumbbells dumbbells can fuck off okay I think it's because I was raised with a kettlebell a kettlebell mom a kettlebell trainer mom and I'm a kettlebell I'm a kettlebell bitch at heart okay dumbbells can fuck like I don't know why like I'll do a little like shoulder thing with them but um yeah I'm not a fan I don't like dumbbells and I think that's why I don't like doing like the Bulgarians with the dumbbells because I just I don't know it's just not my vibe it's not the vibe so the Smith machine is more stable I just like how it feels I put a little round pad thing I don't know what those are called you could use a bench you know behind me I put my foot on that and then I just go and it is I think what it is is like you're driving through your heel really hard because the weight's right on your back and you're just launching up and it's all ass you have to lean forward though like you have to keep your upper body um you know why I started doing these oh my god this Olympian when I went to the Olympia to watch my sister shout out Julia for the third time on this episode this is your episode (laughs) um this I followed this Olympian from Brazil I gotta butcher her name it's like Francel Franciel Francel it's a pretty name and she's um I think a three-time wellness Olympian it's wellness that's her category and I was watching a video of her on the Smith machine doing these Bulgarians. I was like, am I getting that right? Are these called Bulgarian split squats? I'm pretty sure they are. I'm pretty sure. Split squats, Bulgarian, whatever. And I was like, oh my God, I could just like see how it was working her lower glutes. And so, yeah, I'm doing them now. I'm doing them now. And it's work. It's, it's just so satisfying when you see your butt in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, like it was fine. But like now it's like fine. Okay. So that's number two. I solved that problem this week. I'm going to keep doing them. I got Corey to do them this morning with me. He was dying. Um, Number three, wanting to look snatched with minimal effort. I don't know if I'm phrasing this correctly. What it really is, and I have a demonstration I'm going to show you here. I think what what it really is, is I'm officially at the point now with my makeup routine where I need purse makeup for real like it needs to fit in a purse I need running out the door I have moisturizer on Corey's driving because I never drive shout out 
to having a man that drives you everywhere. Uh, I need running out the door. I have moisturizer on. I have my hair done and my outfit, but I don't have my makeup on. And I know that we have 30 minutes to get to this destination and I'm going to do the makeup in the car. I need that kind of makeup. I love doing my makeup in the car. Gone are the days I overcomplicate it and sit down and do a full beat on a regular basis. Like, I think that's what it's been. I've just, I'm one of those girls. It's like, there's no in between. You know what I mean? Like you either have no makeup on and you look like a trash can or, (laughs) or you have a full beat, you know, those like memes. So I figured it out. I solved the problem this week. Um, My mom got me an Ulta gift card and I went to Ulta and I still have so much to spend because I literally bought like two things. I I don't need, but I don't need much um, to, to accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish here with my new makeup bag that fits my purse. Like, I feel like this could be like, this is like mom makeup. This is very quick makeup. Um, And I've talked about it before. I'm kind of into having your own little personalized curated collection of compacts and mascaras and like your what's your lip liner you you just have that and it's just like one tool for the job for each job eyes lip face you know so you know I'm not packing primer around I'm not packing like a lot of powder I don't have any powder in here actually there's no glue for my lash there's nothing okay this is what I did okay so I always use a beauty sponge to do my makeup and to like do my, excuse me, my foundation concealer. Like I like sponges, but it's been frustrating because like I'll literally go out the door with moisturizer on my purse with like my makeup just thrown in it. And <laughs> I'll have like a sponge and a paper towel like in my hand. And then I bring that into the car and I'm like using a sponge. And so I got smart. I got smart. I took that little gift card to Ulta. This was on like Sunday. And I was like, I'm going to buy a brush that fits in my little makeup bag that fits in my, you know, in my purse to do my foundation concealer. That's like, you know, I forget what these are called. Like a, um, it's, I'll show you. It's a foundation angled foundation. Is this a Kabuki? (laughs) It's just the Ulta brand. This was like literally $13 or something. I don't remember. It's from Ulta beauty. It's just a, it's a way to quickly. So it's small. Okay. It's a small brush head. It's a way to quickly put on that foundation in the car. I literally do my makeup in the car eight out of 10 times. I'm doing my makeup like, (laughs) cause like when I'm at home, I don't wear makeup. If I'm the only time I do is if it's like, actually I do. I'm wearing some right now. I have like this, I have this stuff on my face that that I'm going to show you. So yeah, I bought this brush and then I'm like, okay. So all I, I bought an eyeshadow palette because all my eyeshadow palettes are huge. This is what I'm recommending. I'm trying to like make this make sense. So you might have this beautiful collection. I have a collection of makeup behind me that's beautiful. I've got all the things, all the palettes, all the primers, all the glowy highlighters, all the blushes. I have the cream blushes. I have the, the hourglass, the NARS, the Chanel, whatever. I have all that shit behind me. But what I'm recommending is like put aside, I guess, it, I guess this would be called your everyday makeup. Like put that aside in a separate little thingy that's portable that you can take anywhere like maybe you already do this I feel like this is actually like girl 101 common sense I just finally got around to it um but all my palettes back to the eyeshadow like all my palettes are huge and I didn't have one that I really liked that was small enough to fit in my little makeup bag I literally got this in like sixth grade this little 
I think my mom bought us a Chanel makeover at the at an auction at my elementary school. You, we went to Nordstrom and went back into this room with a lady from the Chanel counter and we did our makeup and it was cool. But yeah, I've literally had this bag forever. Anyways, I found this Milani like neutral palette that's slim and small. That's got all the colors I need. So boom, I got the new brush and the Milani palette. Boom. And it fits in my little baggie. And then I do my NYX bear with me concealer, tiny fits in my bag, mascara, essence, lash princess. You all know. It's kind of like the goaded mascara right now. Uh, my Sephora rum raisin, lip pencil, chapstick, Burt's Bees pomegranate, shout out. Um, a little uh, brow pen pencil from L'Oreal, boom, done. Literally. And then I have a couple, like I have a big, fat, quick eyeshadow brush, done. And now I'm like, wait, every time I get in the car, this is all I need. Every time I want to sit down and do my makeup at home, like this is all I need. It's not complicated and it fits my purse. So the, that might've been like obvious to a lot of you listening, <laughs> but it's, it was satisfying when I put it all in there and I was like, you know, what was the issue? I had so many lip products. I was like, wait a minute. The reason why my makeup doesn't fit in this little bag is because I have 72 lip glosses in there. I should probably add one back in. I don't have a lip gloss now that I'm thinking about it. I can fit one. Um, yeah, I was satisfied. I'm like, oh my God, my makeup's in a little baggie. It's portable. It's everything I need. I don't have to like sit down and ugh, I think that's what it was. I would just sit down here at my desk and I'd get my mirror up here and I'd open my drawers of makeup one after the other because they're behind me and it was just like this thing and, um, what's this episode <laughs> let's get into the uh actually I know what this episode is this is a great episode I'm not gonna be why, why do I do that my mom texted me one time she's like she's like don't second guess yourself or don't doubt yourself during your show like just keep it moving like you're doing great sweetie you're doing great sweet oh my god didn't fucking um mean girls come out too that it, apparently it's a musical alleged mean girls is a musical the new one um yeah so let's get into do we cover everything yeah let's get into the news story okay so I'm trying to think if I want to do these headlines first these major events from this week or should I talk about my idea about 2024 not being the end of the, the influencer um please comment below what do you want me to do I'm like what what journey should I take you on um should we do news last like I feel like y'all y'all already y'all already know about these things I'm assuming um yeah I guess okay this is where I'm at with the in end of the influencer conversation so a lot of people are talking about 2020, 2024 trends, influencer trends, influencer marketing trends, um, social media trends, right? It's a new year. Everyone's talking about it. And something a lot of people are saying is that 2024 is going to be quote unquote, the end of the influencer. And it's like a very extreme statement. You know, it's a very, it's a, it seems extreme. Cause you know, we've 
been around we why am i looping myself do i consider myself an influence well whatever um i'm a podcast host that's what I, i'm a that's i identify as um my pronouns are podcast host okay um but i've been thinking about it and i'm like i think what it really is is the end of regular people trying to be influencers okay here's what i mean so for years now there's been this wave of people like you and i i can say i'm a regular i'm a regular like sure i'm a regular biatch uh, regular people everyone starts out as a regular see what i mean by that is like you're everyone starts out every star every influencer every every per, beyonce everyone starts out as a quote-unquote regular person I, I guess if you're like born into a dynasty of like actor i don't know like if you're born into a royal fa- family it's a little different but if you're born a kardashian it's gonna be a little different for you you know what i mean uh nepo babies obviously they can't help that it's just like that's what they were born into but for years now there's been this wave of regular people posting on social media with the intention to like make money off of it grow an audience from it um you know make a career out of it influence be an influencer it's like the number one thing people wanted uh kids want to be now is like i want to be an influencer okay cool so that's obviously been happening just regular people jumping on the internet and the barrier of entry. And I think this is why I think it's because the barrier of entry is really low. Like you literally just grab your phone and anyone can grab their phone, record themselves and post it to social media for the world to see. And they have examples of, you know, your famous YouTubers and, back in the day like your vine stars and your tiktok stars now like they have so many examples examples of people doing that same thing grabbing their phone recording themselves doing their regular person life and making money from it blowing up going to red carpets now because of it like your alex earls you know she was just a college girl and look at her now like so that barrier of entry is deceptively low and what i mean by or it is low, but it's deceptive because uh, the relatable, let me wrap my head around this before I say it. Not only is the barrier low or okay, barrier of entry is low. I think it's deceptive because relatable content that people are watching, that the masses are watching looks really casual and like off the cuff and it looks very like unplanned and organic and I just grabbed my phone and I recorded myself and I posted it and now I'm I have all these followers and whatever um and I think regular people see that and they're like oh I could do that too right but what I'm getting to is I think 2024 is going to be the end of people doing that wanting to be influencers because in order to be a successful influencer in 2024, you have to be a business person about it. There's so much content out there that's great that you are competing with. There's so many people out there that are, that are being strategic about their everyday relatable lifestyle content or just like, you know, 
casual content. They're being strategic to the point where it's going to, it's washing out all these regular people trying to get in. And it's so saturated. It's like, there's too many people trying to post their lives on the internet, too many people. And you know what I mean? So I don't think there's room for everyone at the table in 2024. I think it's time for people to walk away from the table and put that dream to bed because I know that sounds harsh, but I don't think you have legs or you can't, you, you won't have legs in the influencing world if you're not a fucking dog about it. Like you gotta be like, yeah, I might post my everyday relatable, you know, what do you call it? Like, um, yeah, relatable content. I don't know, but you have to have a plan. You have to think about like what, what your audience wants, who your audience is, like how often you're going to post the type of videos you're going to post. You're going to maybe script them out. You're going to put your notes together once a week and, you know, have these plans of when you're going to film. That's a biz, that's a full blown machine. That's not for everyday regular people to do. So I think that's what is going to happen. And the ones, the influencers that we see are going to be the ones that are professionally influencing you, professionally entertaining you, treating it like a full on profession. And I've been very critical. I think, you know, I've been a harsh critic about influencers. I've been very judgmental. I've been very um, quick to, yeah, uh, like scoff at what they do. Because a lot of it's cringe, a lot of it's um, shallow because it's so materialistic and like, and that part bothers me. But then I go, you know what? Just how I say this world needs entertainers, these world, this world needs podcast hosts, this world needs storytellers. Just how I, I say that and I go, so therefore I am doing that. I think in the same way, this world needs influencers. This world needs your, <laughs> and I talked about the Amazon storefront last week. We need the basic bitch, rich housewife with a pantry full of Stanley cups in every color and, you know, 42 different $200 aloe yoga workout sets and fucking uh containers for every single object in their home like a storage container like we need fitness influencers you know we need we need a mixed bag of everything right I'm just saying that those the the ones that are going to be around are going to be professionals about it and or no what I was saying is that in the same way I say this world needs entertainers and you know, there's a, like we need a little bit of everything. Right. And, and I'm a podcast host. So therefore, you know, that's what I'm doing. Um, yeah, they can stay. Right. But I think if you're going to enter, I think what it is, is if you're going to enter into that industry, cause influencing, like I'll put it next to doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Like not in the, okay. I know they're solving different problems, like wildly different problems. I'm just saying it is a 
it's a career it's a job it's not just like a fun like side thing I just like throw a video up and because I think it's weird I think it's weird that everyday regular people are just like posting random TikToks and posting random like Instagram stories all day long and like of their it's just weird like it's a lot of nothing and I think the things we need to be seeing need to be a value and of entertainment that's the whole thing like and no no more of this like you know not to say Karen but like a Karen from Minnesota with the fucking uh she likes baking pies and I, I don't know that's like that's like me because maybe her dream is to be a baker and have a pie shop um but you know what I mean like just people that should it's it's like it's for the it's for the prof- you got to be a professional about it that's where that's where I'm at you can't just be like oh I'm gonna kind of throw a video up and do this every now and then and that'll go away that's what I'm saying should go away because yeah I think it's enticing it's enticing it's very like oh I could make money off of that or I could whatever and I get it you're not you know we're in a tough economy we're in the great depression round two <laughs> Or whatever that people are saying, the Great Recession, and it seems easy, just like post a video. But I think more and more people are going to realize that it's not easy. It's a job. It's like a job. It's a job like you're a heart surgeon. It's a job like you're a, uh, you know, you're doing heart <laughs> brain surgery or ne- what a neurosurgeon. You're a, like Andrew Huberman. That's what is he a neuroscientist? I don't fucking know. But anyways, that's my thought. Um. It's like, what did I say? This world needs a little bit of everything. This world needs not only entertainers, podcast hosts telling stories. It needs influencers talking about great products and great trips you should go on and great fucking everything. Like, that's what they literally do. Um, But, you know, it also needs your plumbers and your policemen and your teachers and your, you know what I mean? So it's hard because I feel like those jobs are not as enticing especially young kids young kids are they see this shiny influencer lifestyle and they want that and it's like fuck too many people are trying to sign up for it we need more people to sign up for real fucking jobs real like important am i one to talk like i do have a regular job by the way so um i guess my advice though if you're one of me if you're a, I have a job, I'm a nine to five work from home girly, but I also do social media stuff. Like my advice is good luck. <laughs> like you really have to be disciplined. Like, um, you really do. It's a grind. And I, I'll admit, I've said that many times, like it's insane to do. Yeah. You have to really treat both like a job. They're both jobs. And um, something that I don't suck at, which I'm so grateful that I just, this is how I am is consistency. Like I, I, I don't miss, you know, like that's my number one, I guess my number one piece of advice, if you're doing anything with influencing or content creation, if you are a regular person who wants to go and be a fucking famous influencer, like be consistent. Gotta, that's what, I think that's really what separates the professionals from the people that are just dabbing in it. Like consistency so cool 
Um, there are some aliens at the mall in Miami and it was all a joke because I found out because I saw these police cars in front of a mall in Miami on social media and I saw, you know, eight foot tall or 10 foot tall aliens walking around a Miami mall. So this was at Bayside Marketplace in Miami and what was going on was it was New Year's Day and there were like 50 juvies, juvenile young kids or whatever, shooting fireworks at people and they were looting and so you know police officers were called to the scene for that situation and i learned about this thing called it's called a citywide three so they call the citywide three so every officer has to respond that's why there's so many cop cars in front of the miami mall and um there's this video circulating on social media and i think this is why the alien story popped up or the like hoax or the craze or whatever um there's this video of a figure walking on a on a someone was like filming the scene with the cop cars i don't know and someone said that looks like an it's an alien i don't know it circulated the video got shared something like that and that's how the rumor got started it was a hoax there those cop cars were initially there for the fireworks all these kids being jackasses shooting fireworks at people so um but we're going to see, I, I know we're going to see, everyone talks about it. Like on all these podcasts, they're all talking about how there's going to be um, like a major, aren't they called false flags or something? Like there's just too much coming out about aliens where it's like, yeah, we're going to see that for real. Like we're going to see a fake invasion or something like a real one. Um. But I think what if it is real? like we won't that's that's the future the future of my life and your life if you're still here in 2024 hi if you're alive right now listening to this like our future is going to be a big like palms up like I don't know what's real and what's not real is this picture of an alien invasion or is, is this video of an alien invasion I'm seeing on CNN and Fox News like is this a real video or is this a fake video is this a real story or a fake story it's like is this a real picture of this or is it it's crazy like that's what I'm I don't know how bad it's gonna get I can see where it could go though and I can see how confusing it's gonna be because it's already a brain scrambling world out there we live in like when you see headlines like stupid like honestly even like the door falling off the plane I'm like just scratching my head I don't know and like iPhone survived you know the fact the door was found is wild like does anyone think about that like that's like a I always think of okay in that situation like you're flying you know I, I don't know where it was going like Calgary the plane and it was Boeing, Boeing 737 flying, I think, to Calgary, somewhere in Canada. And when you're in a plane, it's like there's a lot of nothing down there. There's a lot of like mountains and just, you know, empty space. And so the fact that the door was found in a guy's tree in Portland is crazy. Like it landed and someone like found it. It wasn't just like on the side of a mountain somewhere. And the fact that like an iPhone was found, it like didn't have any cracks. Like that's just so like... I guess that's realistic, but some of this stuff doesn't see, it's like so confusing. Like this Gypsy Rose Blanchard thing, she's getting like a, she's having like a press tour right now. And she is literally, uh, tied with 
killing her mom and she was convicted of second degree murder and went to prison and now she's on people's top charting podcasts and they're giving her a platform and like I, I don't know how I feel about that I'm like honestly like I'm I'm not a supporter of murder obviously I just think that it's kind of one of those things that's a little bit like you know just do two wrongs make a or like I just it's it's a crazy story I don't know I, I'm gonna read the wikipedia I'm just gonna read it again because it's such a it's a wild story are there like documentaries on her or something um that I'm missing because I feel like like is there a Netflix one gypsy rose um documentary mommy dead and dearest is that what it's called I know mommy dearest god her teeth were so bad so sad she did like prison confessions she was interviewed I, I haven't seen any of that so here's what happened like earlier this week I saw Gypsy Rose Blanchard everywhere I saw her face I saw her on interviews on like the red carpet with her husband she got married to in prison in 2022 um and she was like that D is fire like she said I'm like so confused right and then I find out about how like things started trickling out about how she um uh, was par a part of murdering her mom and her got her boyfriend to like murder her so I started reading and I was like what so here's what you need to know this is kind of long but I love reading paragraphs on my podcast I love I just really love sharing my um or <laughs> displaying my ability to read out loud perfectly to my audience because once upon a time I was in elementary school and I was nervous to read out loud and now I got that Chanel down on June 24th already fucked up <laughs> I literally <laughs> okay let's try this again I'm on I'm on Wikipedia Wikipedia and I'm reading about the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard on June 14th 2015 sheriff deputies in green county missouri found the body in the united states if you don't know where missouri is found the body of claudine dd blanchard face down in the bedroom of her house just outside springfield lying on the bed in a pool of blood from stab wounds inflicted several days earlier there was no sign of her daughter gypsy rose 23 at the time who, according to Blanchard, had chronic conditions including leukemia, asthma, and muscular dystrophy, and who had the mental capacity of a seven-year-old due to brain damage as a result of premature birth. After reading troubling Facebook posts earlier in the evening, concerned neighbors notified the police, report reporting that Dee Dee might have fallen victim to foul play and that Gypsy Rose, whose wheelchair and medications were still in the house, might have been abducted. The next day, police found her in Wisconsin, where she had traveled with her boyfriend, Nicholas Gojjohn, whom she had met online. When investigators announced that she was actually an adult and did not have any of the physical and mental health issues her mother claimed she had, 
public outrage over the possibility oh fuck i already fucked up the paragraph already oh shit talk to big game where uh we messed up the word public outrage over the possible (laughs) abduction of a disabled girl gave way to shock and some sympathy for her Further investigation found that some of the doctors who had examined Gypsy Rose had found no evidence of the claimed disorders. One physician suspected that Dee Dee had fictitious disorder imposed on another, which is Munchausen's, right? Munchausen fictitious disorder. Um, a mental disorder. I don't know why I didn't say Munchausen. That's what it is. A mental disorder in which a parent or other caretaker exaggerates, fabricates, or induces illness in a person under their care to obtain sympathy or attention. Didi had changed her name after her family, who suspected... I'm falling apart. It's a long... long, Sorry, I need to drink more adaptogens. Hold on. Four Sigmatic shout out. Uh, Didi had changed her name after her family, who suspected she had poisoned her stepmother confronted her about how she treated gypsy rose nonetheless many people accepted her situation as true and the two benefited from the efforts of charities such as children's mercy hospital habitat for humanity ronald mcdonald house and make a wish foundation Didi had been making her daughter pass herself off as younger and pretended and pretend to be disabled and chronically ill subjecting her to unnecessary surgery surgery and medication and controlling her through physical and psychological abuse mark feldman an international expert on fictitious disorders said that this was the first case he knew of in which an abused child killed an abusive parent gypsy rose pleaded guilty to second degree murder and served eight years of a 10-year sentence she was granted parole in september 2023 and was released on from prison on december 28 2023 after a brief trial in november 2018 Gojshan was convicted of first degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole so this is a doozy like um apparently her boyfriend the Gojshan guy Nicholas um he was into some kinky stuff I guess um but he I guess asked her I'm like recalling things I've heard on other podcasts honestly but um he asked her like or told her I'll protect you at all costs and then um protect you from your mother something like that and that's how the homicidal ideation or the murder murdering the mom ideation or plans began and they ended up going to Walmart and stealing a knife she did and then you know he did his thing not to quote oh my god did anyone see that other oh my god that's an i need to tell that murder story a different day because that's that's even that's as heavy that's i don't know what's heavier um this young girl and her boyfriend killing the grandparents i forget her name anyways um but yeah like it's wild i just think it's wild like that's the story of what happened um Yeah, she's literally in a wheelchair. T- 
taking all these medications, thinking she has leukemia and all that. She, she like didn't even, she could stand, she could walk, she could do all that. But like, she wouldn't because she was like, oh, my mom says I have an illness and I don't want to. It's like when your parent says you, you're sick, honey. Like you're sick. Like, oh, be careful. Don't get out of your wheelchair. It's like, you're going to listen to that if you're a little girl. I just think it's so fucked up. Is a murder just like, no, it's never, she regrets it. I think she says, um, or she's been saying that she regrets what she did and doesn't support murder obviously and um but it's crazy to see her she's on like the vile files i haven't listened to that episode yet she's on like a carpet walking for i don't know what reason but um let me see if there's anything else i guess that's the there's there's a few documentaries or movies hold on this is called mommy dead and dearest gypsy's revenge i think i need to watch that um dude i miss Dahmer. <laughs> that was such a okay the jeffrey Dahmer documentary and show this was like i don't know october end of 20 oh my god end of 22 that felt like a year ago. I guess it was a year ago. Yeah. And everyone was watching that. Oh, that was a heavy watch. Like, that was a hard watch. That was like a whoa. Um, after that, I kind of got into these, you know, murder mysteries or true crime shows. And um, I know it's not like the healthiest for the brain, especially a night before bed. But like, it makes me, I think it's, I get why people like them. Like, I always was, so I'd never watch those kinds of shows because... I lived by myself in my own apartment by like, I'm, you know, just chilling with myself, watching Netflix and I would get all scared. So now that Corey's with me, it's like a different experience. It's like, I feel, I feel, I feel safe. I feel like, okay. Um, yeah. What have we been watching lately? I'm trying to think like, um, he's done watching suits. Thank God. <laughs> Oh my God. He had a phase with suits and I'm like, I can't, I just like that Harvey voice was like, it's every episode looked the same. Okay. Let's get into the new duck face. Okay. Let's get into it ever since MySpace. Okay. We've been throwing up peace signs and we've been doing the duck face. Um, the, the, uh, what's it called? The peace sign with the fingers facing towards you like the reverse peace sign I guess is like isn't this you can't do this in China or something or what country is it anyways it was like this with a duck face with your digital camera okay we've been doing this for years now all of a sudden now mind you I don't follow 20 year olds really like I don't really follow young super young like Gen Z gen alpha kids because they're children okay if you're 20 you're a fucking child like i cannot believe i'm 30 this year what the fuck uh, i'll never stop talking about it because like it's such a trip um big year uh but like all of a sudden these individuals i'm following that are not 20 they're not gen z that are literally my age are doing i'm going to show on video they're doing this 
Okay. If you're listening, I just duck face to the side and I kind of like a, what's that expression? Like, it looks like shit. That looks like shit. Let's stop. Okay. Here's what it is. And not to be a hater on my fellow, because women, it's a woman, it's a woman thing. Like guys don't do this shit. It's so cringe when you're like 35 and you're like, not even just stick with the duck. Like it's, if you're a grown ass woman with a house and kids and a job, like why are you doing that face? The scrunch face or the side duck face? What's the scrunch face? The scrunch face is this. This is the other, other one Gen Z's doing now. It's like, I'm looking at a picture to mimic it. Cause I can't even do it myself. It's like, can't even do it it's like <laughs> it just irks me because I'm like sure the young kids can do it they are, they're also doing the heart instead of the peace sign in photos they're doing like a half heart or like a it's just funny what like bothers me you know what I mean like why does this bother me bother me I think it's because it's not for millennials it's for gen like millennials that do it older millennials like you look stupid and so it needs to stop and I want to suggest a new face like I or or like what is something that is as ridiculous as the side duck face or like the uh scrunch face like it is the equivalent of literally doing an underbite like you might as well just be in your photos do I need headgear we don't know (laughs) maybe she needs headgear I'm I'm I'd like to see people throw out throw up the underbite with the middle finger (laughs) underbite middle finger 2024 that's a new face we're making like literally it's like what is this scrunch face it just it does I don't even know how to do it I'm like I'm so old like literally I'm such a hater like that's the whole thing like Gen Z loves to shit on millennials and millennials love to shit on Gen Z and now I think they're saying Gen Alpha is shitting on Gen Z like it's happening to Gen Z now from below so one thing I'm trying to like what's like a trend that we can keep that's Gen Z that I actually like as a millennial um I'm kind of on the cusp like I think what's the official year is it 96 I'm 94 um kind of I I think I lean more I'm definitely more a millennial identify I'm more on that side of I am a millennial but like um what's something that Gen Z does that's I think it's so weird how they're like not about posting pictures. Like if you have like 600 pictures like I do on Instagram, it's like cringe. It's like they're all about having like four and then delete them all and then like repost another two in like six months and like be, I don't know. I'm kind of like, well, they're pushing back on oversharing. They're pushing back on um, living online. And like, even though they do, they're more private with like what they post or more like they want to be more cool and like, mysterious um and I think gen alpha even more so but yeah the the scrunch face the side 
duck lip face it's for like the kids like come on um it just looks insane like and you know what it is okay this is when I get into like the psychology or like how my brain works and stuff it looks like okay when I see that and I see it it's clearly for a 35 year old woman or something doing it like way too old to be doing that like I, that's where I, I totally sound like a hater and I sound old and like I'm grouchy and like I get it I know but it's all about self-awareness like I am so like I'm always and this is what I recommend to yourself if you don't do this to yourself like always like just be aware of what you're saying and how your audience would receive it or like how anyone you're talking to will receive it like be, don't be like a bulldozer I know I might be overly <laughs> overdoing it right now and being like a little too much but I'm just saying something that I've practiced every episode is like checking in with my own behavior and my own like mind and what I think and like you know do you th do I think this is healthy and positive or do I think this is a negative way to look at things and am I just being a hater you know I, I say that say that a lot because I want to be conscientious of like yeah my audience and and their you know not that I'm all about not offending people but I just I don't want to be a jackass okay <sighs> so it just looks like you're doing it because it's like a trend and it's the thing to do now and that's like there's just so many like older millennials that are just suckers for this shit they're suckers for a, whatever Hailey Bieber's doing they're suckers for like is she Gen Z I'm pretty sure like they're just suckers for it and then they just look stupid like you just look stupid don't do the duck side duck face do the normal duck face you're a millennial keep it together um or do the underbite middle finger so yeah that's happening what else um tiger parts ways with nike which is crazy because like whenever i think of a nike athlete the first person i think of is tiger woods like he's the most iconic that's the most iconic nike partnership um jordan obviously michael jordan but like uh, okay but current athlete someone who's actually in their sport like seeing tiger woods with a nike hat on is like I, it's so iconic it's like nike is tiger woods tiger woods is nike and it's been 27 years so i don't know what's next but yeah he's done with nike i don't know like what's he gonna wear now like what's his um yeah like is all the nike tiger woods stuff gonna go away all those hats and like gear maybe um okay i think this is like the end of it actually i have one more two more yeah pete carroll parts of the seahawks after 14 years um really sad i watched the interview of him crying and talking about his wife and it's a i remember when we had mike holmgrim mike holmgrim and i always get him confused with the andy reed guy from the chiefs is he the chiefs coach i don't know they look identical um but yeah i remember the mike holmgrim days the uh, matt hasselbeck Mike Holmgren days right um now we went through Pete Carroll for 14 years which is crazy he's so great I, I feel like a lot of people hate him I don't know I, I, he's so loved he's so loved and I feel like a lot of people that hate the Seahawks just hate Pete Carroll 
for just i don't know um but yeah it was, it's a it's kind of like bittersweet it's like oh but he's also the oldest coach in the nfl which is crazy 72 which you never know i feel like some of these other coaches that are way younger than him look older than he does um okay so yeah that happened um i'm kind of like hitting a wall cool i'm going to a rodeo tonight so that's something i, got, I gotta prepare for um get ready for hitting a wall what is salt burn like literally i keep seeing people do response videos or whatever like reviews of salt burn and it's just giving like is it like a sex show or something is it like a the way people are talking about it is like it's a super kinky like wild sexual show that's the impression I'm getting just from people talking about it and I feel like it's not at all like I feel like I I just literally googled Saltburn right and then people's questions are like what happens in Saltburn what is Saltburn about is Saltburn a horror movie it's a black comedy and psychological th thriller okay so it's a okay um wait how disgusting is Saltburn or disturbing okay it says someone okay the question is how disturbing is salt burn people are making it sound disturbing but in like a it's really sexual or something but it's actually like a twisted thriller type movie okay so here's the plot distraught by his classmate oliver's oh my god distraught by his classmate oliver's unfor oh my god i can do it i can do it we're hitting a wall we're definitely hitting a wall we need more adoptogens or whatever. what are these called I don't know did I eat see there's why I went I went wrong there did she eat she did not she podcasted and that's when you know you found your passion when you don't care about food I heard once that Beyonce didn't eat for like eight days during her tour prep and like I get it I fucking get it so that was actually like I think she didn't eat for like two days it was like nothing but Distraught by his classmate Oliver's unfortunate living situation, Felix, a rich student, invites him over to his estate. Soon, a series of horrifying horrifying events engulf Felix's family. So, this happens on an estate. I just don't. I, even the, honestly, the trailer confused me. Um, oh, yeah. What is the Saltburn bath? The, people are talking about this bathtub scene. Oh, shit. Saltburn features a handful of shocking scenes, but one of the most talked about is a moment when Barry Cogan's Oliver drinks dirty bath water that Felix had ejaculated into. That's where I think it, I thought it was like a sex movie or something. But maybe do we see that happening in it? Like, is this a porn? <laughs> Like, actually, like, I'm like, I don't get it. It's a thriller, but there's like porny shit in it, I think. You know, when you see something, you're like, this is me all the time with the internet. I'm like, I see a little dabble of a headline of something, and I'm just like, everyone's talking about, I don't, I can't wrap my head fully around what exactly it is. So I think that's it. Um, I did go over to CNN.com to see 
if I'm missing anything and <sighs> apparently a storm is strengthening. I love living in San Diego. Like these harsh cold winters, actually it's really cold here right now. It's like crisp in the morning, like low forties. Um, but it's like so nice. Um, going through the winter and just not having, not having to wear like a raincoat all the time and a coat and, um, more stories. The Olympics tap first ever global beer sponsor. Mm. A Houston rapper allegedly held a woman in his garage for years. A, a woman captive in his garage. Jesus. A Houston rapper kidnapped a pregnant woman and kept her captive in his squalid garage for more than four years despite her repe repeated attempts to escape, police say. Lee Carter, 52, whose stage name was his Viper, was arrested last week and charged with aggravated kidnapping, according to the... Did she have the baby in the fucking garage? Did the baby live? What happened with the pregnant woman with the baby? Officers said when they arrived at the home, pried open the... Officers say they arrived at the home, pried open the garage door, and discovered a makeshift toilet that, that did not flush and a mattress covered with fresh vomit, along with diapers, snack chips, and Twinkies, the criminal complaint, complaint, complaint said. Complaint. Uh, that is how you read complaint. Police said the garage had a lock on the inside that needed a key to be opened. The, the woman wore filth. This is so horrible. How long was she in there? Four years. Fucking A. Netflix will make a documentary about this. <laughs> like, literally. This is so fucked up. I need to look him up. Viper. I should look up his... I don't even want to see his face, but whatever. The woman wore filthy clothes, appeared malnourished, and weighed about 70 pounds, the complaint said. She told the police that she had not showered in two months and survived on chips and other snacks. She said that she had contacted 911 by using a texting app on Carter's laptop. She said it all started when Carter saw her panhandling about four or five years ago in Houston when she was pregnant. She said he offered her $1 a dollar and asked if she needed any help. After she said yes, Carter took her to his house and allegedly locked her in his garage. Oh, I don't want to look at his face. You fuck. Don't look at his face. Oh, they always look so rough. Like, it's just so evil Ooh. she told police oh my god that like haunted me i don't want to see the whites of his eyes she told the police she's since endured she's since endured years of abuse by carter including him forcing her to take illegal drugs and have sex with him of course the complaint said but carter's attorney george powell told cnn that the couple were in a consensual relationship and have a three-year-old daughter child together he said carter will plead not guilty at his next court hearing in february carter and other witnesses who know the couple will have ample evidence to demonstrate that they'll they've been in a relationship for years so is she faking that like i don't know doesn't seem like it from my first impression here carter has proclaimed innocence on social media the rapper has released a handful of albums and hundreds of mixtapes and is considered a big name in cloud rap a subgenre that features a hazy production style and relaxed beats his most popular song, You'll Cowards Don't Even Smoke Crack, has 1.6 million streams on Spotify. Wow. 
the woman told the police she spent most of her time in the garage because I had no showers. She, she said Carter sometimes took her inside of the house to clean up. She told police she tried to escape during those times. Believe all women know. Like literally, there's a lock on the door. It smells like shit. There's vomit on the, the mattress. There's like diapers in there maybe for her to wear because the toilet doesn't work. Like this is all reading as he's locking her in there and abusing her like literally and i don't know how you and she's 70 pounds on one occasion she said she broke a garage window while authorities were at the home and crawled out to get their attention she was taken to the hospital and released to carter according to the criminal complaint wait she was taken to the hospital and released to carter Oh, wow. She went back to him after that. Carter allegedly boarded up the windows after that incident and told a neighbor he did that to prevent her from escaping. Oh, my God. Does this story continue somewhere? Come on, CNN. Wow. Heavy. Thanks. Uh, you know, I, I didn't want to. I thought the episode was over. I guess not. Um. Didn't the Alabama coach retire, too? I forget his name after like 18 years or something. Let's look at what's the top story in style. This is fun. I love this. Um, oh, Julia Roberts reveals the unusual hack behind her ageless beauty. I love her. Um, Pickling. I put my head in the jar. Wait. <laughs> this is how she she pickles her head every Sunday. And that's how she stays young. Uh, I put my head in the jar every other Saturday for 18 hours. It does wonder she joked. Oh, this smell is awful. She joked. Of course. That's so Julia Roberts. I pickle my head once a week. <laughs> um, jokes aside, Robert said that the key to youthfulness is in the, in the people and experiences that make up your life. Of course, genetics help too. Good genes, leading a life that is fulfilling. And I have said this, and I'll and I say it usually as kind of a joke, but I do believe in love of a good man. She told the pu publication, "I believe that my husband loves me and cares for me in a way that makes me feel deeply, deeply happy." Fuck yeah! I'm so happy. Thank you, Julia Roberts, for reminding me in this interview that I am. I ended the uh, ended last week talking about this, but like, I'm learning in real time how every what's the Newton's third law? Every third law, isn't it? Every action has an equal and opposite reaction does this apply to what i'm saying about being happy i'm learning in real time that your choices literally the action steps you take lead to outcomes positive or negative and what that means is you're literally in control of your life you literally are the one choosing whether you're going to have a positive 
outcome, a positive life or a negative life. And I don't think, yeah, sure. There's like a in-between. It doesn't always have, obviously there's sometimes you make a choice and it's like, it, it turned out okay. It's, it turns out okay, but, or it's not that bad. It's closer to bad, but it's not that bad. So there's levels to this, but I'm learning in real time. And it, it's just like, it's been a year and a half. I, I met Corey in 2022, but even before that with his podcast and, and just like betting on myself every single day, I did it seven days a week for 300 days in a row, like just betting on myself and, and believing in myself and, and just like staying, um, literally positive. <laughs> um, it's just crazy how I've had such a positive, healthy, very happy and fulfilling life. And again, it's all because of the choices I make. And I always, this is something I'm personally dealing with because not only do I have a relationship with Corey, I have a relationship with lots of people in this world, right? There's like, he's not the only person I interact with, but what's really challenging for me and something I go through a lot as a, you know, in other relationships is this, what I just explained seems so common sense. It's like such a duh thing to me. I'm like, and so when I see people in my other relationships, shoot themselves in the foot, get in their own way and they're not getting what they want. It's hard for me because I realize how simple it is. I realize how, not to say easy, but how, yeah, like no, it's such a no brainer. Um, but you know what? Let's go, let's do a, what, what is this called in comedy or whatever? A callback, you know, let's use my caffeine consumption as an example. I have been shooting myself in the foot for years, knowingly shooting my, I've known I've been doing, I know, see everyone, that's a thing. And these other relationships, these other people, these, whatever, I know they know. That's the thing. Everybody deep down in their core knows they're, but they settle, they continue to ignore it. They continue to lie to themselves. They continue to they don't put any effort or work into getting what they really want. They just like settle. Yeah, they're set. It's a lot of settling, right? And so, um, yeah, it's like a hard thing to watch. And I guess I, what I do a lot though is I project what I would want for them onto them or like um, it's easy for me to do that it's just because it's like but then I, then I have to remind myself, like everyone's different. Everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's got a different life, a different dream, a different, you know, plan. And that's beautiful. That is great. That is what it is. And I am supportive of that 100%. I just think with like little things where it's like, yeah, year after year, day in, day out, it's like, ugh. I just feel like I've made so much progress in such a short amount of time because I, I've practiced this. I truly like, 
except with the caffeine that's back to this literally it's like I knew that I'm probably over caffeinating and I'm drinking these energy drinks at five in the morning and it's probably not good but I continue the behavior I continue to do it so for so long until I finally cracked I was like I can't take it any longer and therefore I'm going to add four sigmatic mushrooms into my coffee you get the point um I just cannot relate if you're listening to this like it's hard for me or I don't want to like <laughs> I don't want to burn a bridge here but like or I don't want to like push people away but like literally like you have one ride and if you're like me you take that seriously and you want it to be a good ride you want it to be a happy ride you want it to be a fun fulfilling great ride of life you don't want it to be struggle and stress and all the negatives that like obviously those things are going to happen don't get me wrong I'm not I'm not and I I know that's not realistic I'm a realist at heart like I I understand that but that being said like that's where my mind's focused and so I think because of that because I'm focused on that because that's something that's such a core like value or such a it's a, it's a major pillar of of my life like and I think about it I think that's why I've manifested these positive outcomes and these positive life experiences and now you know these amazing things but I don't think most people think about that they don't they just live and they're just existing and they're just like going through the motions and they don't really stop and go like is what I'm doing putting me closer to what I want or am I just kind of I think years go by and they realize that a lot of people live with regret and that's something Corey and I talk about all the time like that's the worst feeling it sucks when you're like oh I wish I would have oh I wish I did this Uh, now it's too late and it's like that sucks um and it's your fault. Like everything is your fault. That's the other core value, like accountability, hundred percent personal accountability. Like, yo, that's another thing I've practiced. And I, I wish everyone in this world was like that. Like, yeah, you have to be willing to call yourself out and say, I fucked up or I'm bad at this. I need to work on this or I don't know how to do this. It's freeing to admit that it's so freeing. And I don't think a lot of people like, you know, when people go to therapy and they're like, oh, it was so freeing to tell my therapist that my teacher, you know, hit me in second grade or whatever. Now, <laughs> like it's so like, it feels so good to like get that off your chest. You know, what feels even better getting your bad habits and bad behavior is admitting to your bad traits and your bad qualities and your shortcomings and your it's admitting that to yourself and just being totally honest about it that feels even better that feels so great because you're like I have nothing to hide I'm not hiding from myself because most people do that and they hide from themselves they know they have a thing they don't like about themselves and this this behavior they do or this bad habit they pretend like it's not there they push it away push it away what feels so great is just saying dude I'm addicted to uh watching porn I am an alcoholic I have a I'm an asshole 
I suck at relationships. I am mean to my mom. I'm a total bitch to my sister. I'm a, what, I hate my dad. I, whatever it is that's you. Did I just say that about my mom, sister, and dad? Like how it actually is. <laughs> Sometimes I've been, I've been really mean to my mom. I've been a bitch to my sister and I have hated my dad. So those things are all true. Maybe that's why I said them out loud. Um, as an example though, like, but it's freeing. And that's what, like, once you get through that, then you're like, okay, well now that I'm, it's out in the open, like, I got nothing to hide. I'm not ashamed of it. There, I think people are ashamed of it. I think they're really ashamed of it. They're ashamed of their problems. They're ashamed of their shortcomings. They're ashamed of what they suck at. You know, like, I'm not ashamed to admit. And I, I it's a hard lesson I had to learn in 2023. I'm not ashamed to admit that I'm a, I'm not a great businesswoman with my podcast. I'm, I'm dog shit. And I've been writing this... <laughs> I'm not like okay I'm like I should give myself a little more credit I try I I try um but I've been writing on this like oh it's my passion thing you know I always talk about I I love podcasting it's my passion it's like yeah okay great nobody cares how good you are nobody cares how hard you work nobody cares nobody cares that it's your favorite thing to do like what is it what is the phrase the cream always rises to the top the people that are marketing themselves promoting themselves cross promoting with other podcasts those are the ones that you see those are the ones that are making an actual career off of it so I had this like so I'm, I'm willing to admit that's something I suck at I suck at making new girlfriends like I just don't really put myself out there or I don't follow up very well and I'm not a good communicator with that I've talked about that before like so now I, and I don't feel th- those things I think in the past when I was younger used to make me feel like shit. And now I just don't f- I feel gr- I'm like, it's not, this is the thing. You cannot be completely like, I'm, I'm, I'm a bitch and I suck at this and I'm a bad person and I don't, um, you know, treat the waiter nice and I beat my dog or like <laughs> whatever. You can't be like that and just be like that and be like, I'm the, I am who I am. It's not one of those things. It's like, this is what I'm, this, these are the awful things about me. These are the things I suck at and that I'm not super proud of. And you're like, I don't want to be like that anymore. That's the whole tone. That's the whole, that's the whole like thing behind it. It's like, it's, you, you admit that you, you know, roll over on your back like a dog and you put your little paws up and you're like, roll over, you admit it because you want to change because you don't want to be like that anymore and that's what I've done so over the last few years especially like and I've learned that on this podcast literally out loud while I'm doing it or I've had those epiphanies like instead of complaining about all the things you're getting stuck with in life and that you're not overcoming and all these oh it's so hard that it's like that's on you it's on you am I a mindset and and coach right now what is my I'd be a great brand ambassador for for Sigmatic you know they I feel like they work with these kinds of creators health and wellness um yeah thanks for listening it's your fault if your life sucks and figure it out I'm just very black and I'm very like realistic about or most people don't hear that so if I I'll I'll tell you it's your fault um 
so yeah thank you for listening to the <laughs> thank you for hanging out and listening or watching the podcast today I really appreciate you. I really hope your 2024 is going well so far. How long can I say that into January? I think I have a couple more days until it's going to be like too late. But yeah, I hope your year is going great so far. Um, yeah, I, I really think it's going to be our year. It's going to be our year. It's going to be your year. Um, yeah, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. I hope, fuck, I can't talk. I hope you're happy. I used to say this at the end of every episode. Uh, I used to say, I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. I hope your soul is fulfilled in whatever you're doing. And I hope you like yourself. I'll leave you with that. Talk to you later. Bye.